I think there is something rather dangerous about standing on these high places even to pray, said Father Brown. Heights were made to be looked at, not to be looked from. Do you mean that one may fall over? asked Wilfred. I mean that one's soul may fall, one's body doesn't, said the other priest. I scarcely understand you, remarked Bohan indistinctly. Look at that blacksmith, for instance, went on Father Brown calmly, a good man, but not a Christian, hard, imperious, unforgiving. Well, his Scotch religion was made up by men who prayed on hills and high crags and learned to look down on the world more than to look up at heaven. Humility is the mother of giants. One sees great things from the valley, only small things from the peak. But uh, he didn't do it, said Bohan tremulously. No, said the other in an odd voice. We know he didn't do it. After a moment, he resumed, looking tranquilly out over the plain with his pale grey eyes. I knew a man, he said, who began by worshipping with others before the altar, but who grew fond of high and lonely places to pray from, corners or niches in the belfry or the spire. And once in one of those dizzy places where the whole world seemed to turn under him like a wheel, his brain turned also when he fancied it was God, so that, though he was a good man, he committed a great crime. Wilfred's face was turned away, but his bony hands turned blue and white as it tightened on the parapet of stone. He thought it was given to him to judge the world and strike down the sinner. He would never have had such a thought if he had been kneeling with other men upon a floor. But he saw all men walking about like insects. He saw one especially strutting just below him, insolent and evident by a bright green hat, a poisonous insect. Rooks cawed round the corners of the belfry, but there was no other sound till Father Brown went on. This also tempted him that he had in his hand one of the most awful engines of nature, I mean gravitation, that mad and quickening rush by which all earth's creatures fly back to her heart when released. See, the inspector strutting just below us in the smithy. If I were to toss a pebble over this parapet, it would be something like a bullet by the time it struck him. Now if I were to drop a hammer, even a small hammer, Wilfred Bohin threw one leg over the parapet and Father Brown had him in a minute by the collar. Not by that door, he said quite gently. That door leads to hell. Bohan staggered back against the wall and stared at him with frightful eyes. How do you know all this? Are you a devil? I am a man, answered Father Brown gravely, and therefore have all devils in my heart. Listen to me, he said after a short pause. I know what you did. At least I can guess the great part of it. When you left your brother, you were ragged with no unrighteous rage to the extent even that you snatched up the small hammer, half inclined to kill him with his foulness on his mouth. Recoiling, you thrust it under your button coat instead and rushed into the church. You pray wildly in many places under the angel window, upon the platform above and on a higher platform still from which you could see the colonel's eastern hat like the back of a green beetle crawling about. Then something snapped in your soul and you let God's thunderbolt fall. Wilfred put a weak hand to his head and asked in a low voice, How did you know that his hat looked like a green beetle? Oh, that, said the other with a shadow of a smile, that is common sense. But hear me further. I say I know all this, but no one else shall know it. 
the next step is for you i shall take no more steps i will seal this with the seal of confession if you ask me why there are many reasons and the only one that concerns you i leave things to you because you have not yet gone very far wrong as assassin's girl you did not help to fix the crime on the smith when it was easy or on his wife when that was easy you tried to fix it on the imbecile because you knew that he could not suffer that was one of the gleaves that it is my business to find in assassins and now come down into the village and go your own way as free as the wind for i have said my last word they went down the winding stairs in utter silence and came out into the sunlight by the smithy wilfred mohan carefully unlatched the wooden gate of the yard and going up to the inspector said i wish to give myself up i have killed my brother